Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the 2010-11 WNBL season, brought to you here again this year through sportradio.com.au. My name's Simon Peters. I have again with me my partner in crime, Michelle Hocking, and here we go again, Michelle. Yeah, game number one of the WNBL season. I'm looking forward to this clash, seeing, I guess, uh, a Logan outfit that'll look quite different to what it did last season, and, um, you know, a new coach... Uh, some new players, some pretty uh, big names brought into the group. So I'm looking forward to see what they look like as a group out on the floor tonight. Yeah, we, we, there's uh, been a lot of movement in the off-season. We've got four new coaches this season. We'll, uh, we'll have a look at some of those movements at our half-time break as we're about to get underway here. But, uh, yeah, the big, the big movers up to Logan were, of course, Kayla Francis and Renee Camino from Adelaide. Unfortunately, Camino not playing tonight. We don't know if she's injured or just not here. Or I'm not entirely sure, Simon. I talked to the manager and she just said that she's not playing and wasn't mm. giving much else away. So she's definitely not here. We she's not here, her. that's right. Some other new players for Logan as well in Diana Neves, who's uh, formerly played um, in the US and then was with Gladstone in the QBL last uh, season. Yeah, a bit of a Capitals connection there. She's played with Nat Hurst and Jess Bibby up at the Gladstone Tower. That's right. And so uh, they won. Watch her with interest. <laughs> yeah, they won that, that one up there. And yep. so we have Diana coming into the group and uh, Kate McKeegan Rusco, who spent the season with Townsville last yep. year and played limited minutes, but we know she's certainly a very uh, handy player to have in a WNBL roster. Definitely, yeah. I've always got the feeling she's maybe just not got the opportunity to, to really shine at a couple of clubs she's been at. It's, she certainly showed some really good form. And we might, uh, it would be good to see Sarah Graham back out on the floor. Mm. She was out quite a bit of last season with injury. So uh, it would be interesting to see what Logan can do this season, seventh last season. And I would expect that we might see some improvement in terms of ladder standings from the Logan Thunder this yeah, season. Yes, six, 6 and 16, I think, they went for the season last year. And I know that uh, they had a lot of off-court dramas, a lot of, lot of distractions and things. So it would be, be good they've got a, a, a very good new coach in Olaf, so uh, it'll be interesting to see how he handles the reins of an Aussie team. He's been, uh, of course, you know, cut his teeth in Germany. He's been coaching in the WNBA. Uh, now he's down here with the WNBL, so it's a, it's a great uh, opportunity for these guys to play under a coach with that much experience. Absolutely. Um, you know, international experience, coach German national teams, etc. Mm. Uh, been in the WNBA as we are uh, with San Antonio Spurs. So, um, and, of course, the team, the home team here, the AIS, um, a very young, as they always are, an inexperienced group. I was just looking through the number of games played in total by the AIS group, and it's around 70. Wow. Um, you look at that for and the you entire can, squad. For the entire squad, and you look at that in comparison to someone like Kristen Veal, who's about to rack up 250 games yeah. in a couple of <laughs> games, you know. So, um, and the experience of a Francis, um, you know, Emma Randall, who's played mm. internationally across the world. So, very inexperienced, but very talented group, as we always know, and they will certainly improve as the season progresses. So we're just about to tip off game number one for the new season. We've got two other games on tonight and we'll get to some of those scores later on. But the Institute will win the tip. Michaela Donnelly with the ball. She flicks it over to Rebecca Cole. Cole now to the top of the key. Over to Taylor Roberts. Shot goes wide down to Michaela Donnelly. Again, she puts up the shot. It's no good. Kristen Beal now running the floor for Logan as we've seen a lot. Ooh, very... Uh, Kelly, aggressive foul there from... Maybe that's not Michaela Donnelly. She's wearing Michaela's number, but it's got Garrick written on it. So, And I'm pretty sure the court announcer just said Garrick. So <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a flying start as usual. Kristen Veal now with the ball. 
Francis, ooh, just broken up there. Gretel Tippett broke up the pass into Kayla Francis, so she gets the steal. Back off to Cole. Over to Tippett. Tippett looks to drive on Francis. Goes left. Puts up a bit of a prayer. Doesn't fall down. Wasn't too horrible. But Francis swept up the rebound over to Veal. Veal now gets it down through Cassie Smith. Ooh, got another broken up pass there. A little bit scrappy. Because there have been a, a few disrupted starts to a lot of these teams. Uh, I think the first couple of weeks are going to be a little messy, Michelle. I'd imagine so as we see Randall scoring off of a transition basket from uh, the uh, Logan defence there. So that's their first score and uh, Randall back in the league after two years out. Yep, really good to see her back playing. Cole with the ball for the Institute now. Over to Tippett. Tippett goes down. A nice cut there. Garrick Great job. gets the feed. She can't put it away. Good rebounding from... Logan, they're running the floor now. Graham down to Cassie Smith. She puts up the layup. It just rolls around and doesn't drop before it's uh, Garrick there with the rebound. Madeline Garrick. She's still got the ball. Flicks it left to tip it. Left over to... I'm pretty sure that's not Karen Harrington. She's <laughs> wearing Karen's <laughs> number. But Two points for the AIS. Kristen Veal now with the ball. Through to Randall, she pops a three, nails it. So Logan take an early lead, five to two. Yeah, and look, they're really active without the ball, Logan. They're running a lot of flare cuts and uh, certainly bending the corner a lot, which is creating opportunities for them offensively. You see Payne take the outside perimeter shot, unable to make it. We've got Logan in transition again through Smith, but uh, the AIS defence holds it up and... Uh, Logan will get into their half-court game. Veal running the four. Kicks it out left to Cassie Smith. She puts up a three-point shot and nails that as well. So back-to-back threes for the Logan Thunder. They head out to an eight-point-to-two lead over the Institute. Rebecca Cole with the ball in the backcourt, just bringing it up fairly leisurely. Works off the right-hand screen from Tippett. Back through to Tippett. She looks at an outside shot. Didn't look great. Doesn't drop. Kristen Veal gets the rebound and pushes the ball up the floor. Like a dollar for every time we've seen that, Michelle. <laughs> Kicks out a bit of a wild pass. Emma Randall dragged it in. But nice. now a nice cut from Cassie Smith. Great backdoor cut. Yeah, and uh, nicely spotted by Randall. To wrong-footed Garrick and, and basically yeah, turned into a layup drill. Logan leading 10-2. to two. Cole with the ball again. Gets it over to Taylor Payne. She flicks it right. Down into Tippett. She drives, dishes out to Garrick. Garrick makes some room on the free throw line. Puts up the shot, just rattles around, doesn't drop. Almost got the rebound there. Kristen Veal now with the ball again in offence. Pulls it up. No, Taylor Payne with the rebound. This time Emma Randall just couldn't make that layup. Cole now with the ball again for the Institute. Just trying to get them through some offensive sets, trying to settle them down. Because they've been without their coach for a good three weeks now with Phil Brown being with the Opals. That's right. Tippett drives baseline, just hoists it out, but it's come off a Logan defender. Phil Brown wants to have a chat. It's going to be an AIS ball under the basket. With uh, five minutes and 58 seconds left, Logan looking pretty comfortable, Michelle. Yeah, they are. I think that they're just looking a little more settled offensively and certainly uh, at the defensive end, they're, you know, 
they've got some experience there, which is certainly, you know, Emma Randall is uh, bodying up against some of the big girls of the AIS and creating a few difficulties for them. But, um, you know, the AIS have had some, some good action offensively. They haven't finished off on some of it, but they're certainly, um, you know, they're not taking a backward step yet. And it's the sort of thing you expect as time goes on that we will see them improve. Not only is it the first game of the season, but they're, you know, a relatively new group together and they're learning to play at a different level. So, mm. um, you know, it will take some time for them to adjust. We saw uh, basically this whole group come in halfway through last season and even in those, uh, I think the entire group was probably together for seven or eight games and we saw massive improvements from that first game up to to the last of the season. So I think there'll be a, um, you know, we've already mentioned that Phil Brown has been away. It'll be a really disruptive start for them. But um, with a couple of months under their belt, I think, you know, come the second half of the season after Christmas, they'll they'll be in good shape. That's right, and you've got to think that um, you know this group will probably be fundamentally the team that the um, that will form the gems, the under-19 national team that will go to the world championships in 2011. So you know there's some obviously some good talent there, and uh, they'll be looking to develop, accelerate that development anyway. Well, there's only a couple of seconds on the shot clock, and I don't think they were aware of that when they came back out from that timeout. It's Kristen Veal with the ball now. Keegan Rusko. First minutes on the floor. Yep, good to see her there. Emma Randall back to Veal. Veal drives to the corner, drops it into Randall. Nice, nice little roll there from Randall. Got into the low post and an easy layup in the end. That's right, and uh, certainly, you know, uh, Veal had good vision to be able to find Randall under the basket there. Uh, it's with the ball now, Georgia. Sorry, Olivia Thompson there with the ball. We're going to have some issues, I'm sorry, with the numbers. <laughs> They've all changed. They're completely separate to what we've uh, got on the box score. So, <laughs> Oh, Graham wide open for a three-point shot. Oh, rattles around and just doesn't drop. But Kayla Francis picks up an easy board, but missed the layup. Got a second rebound and put that one away. So a uh, much better result there in the end for the Institute, for, for Logan, sorry. So 14 leads two. Oh, Kayla Francis with a the steal there on the inbound pass. Sarah Graham just goes coast to coast. Oh, she misses the layup. <laughs> it's a bit of, bit of rust, uh, I think, on the bodies out there, Michelle. They're just trying to sort That's themselves right. out. I think the preparation for a lot of the National League teams too has been hampered a little bit by the fact that the Opals are, uh, have been at World Championships and what have you, so they've had numbers of players out yeah. and that sort of thing. Um, Almost no pre-season, you know, if, if it's been pre-season yeah. games, they're there against half teams and stuff. Well, that's right, and, and these two groups weren't, weren't affected by Opals' participation, but obviously, you know, the other players that are floating around to um, actually have that sort of practice and, and what have you against is uh, a bit more difficult. Definitely. So we've got Emma Randall on the line. That foul was called on Tessa Levy, I believe. Her first person. So she misses both. No, hit the second, sorry. Taylor Roberts now with the ball for the Institute. Gets it over to Gretel. Tippett tip it drives right into the key. Oh, came across Francis just a bit late, I think. So she picks up the foul, her first personal. Yeah, nice athletic move from uh, Griddle Tippett and uh, we saw her for a bit last season. I think she came in um, probably about eight games or so to go in the season and she certainly is a good athlete and seen some development happening in that little period of time. I expect that we'll see more from her this season. 
We've been watching her brother play with the Adelaide Crows in the off-season, so definitely a good pedigree there. Oh, nice shot, outside shot there from Diana Neves. Right, and look, the uh, transition that uh, Logan are getting is just too easy at the moment. Um, you know, they always need to do a better job of looking after the ball at the offensive end, but also in just slowing down uh, the transition that uh, Logan are getting. As we see, Roberts go to work, unable to make it, and Veal comes up with a rebound and looks to push it down the floor. And again, they're out running and got numbers ahead of the AIS, and Kayla Francis uh, finishes that one off on the trail. Yep, they're pretty much just scoring at will in that transition at the moment. Tessa Levy with the ball for the Institute, gets it to Tippett. Tippett flicks it left, back to Levy. Levy looks to go left, moving it around. Good strong D from Logan. She eventually gets it in, Tippett in the post. She turns and spins, but... Is fouled by Emma Randall. It's going to be her first personal. Three minutes 29 left in this first quarter. Logan leading 19 to 5. So we will wait to um, see how Tippett does from the free throw line now. Knocks down the first. She certainly showed a lot of, a lot of dynamic athleticism in the the last half of last season, so there'll be fairly big expectation on her shoulders. She nails that second free throw. So the Institute now seven points, trailing Logan 19. McMeekin Rusko with the ball, gets it in. Holly Smith, Holly Smith back out to Neve. She knocks down a three-point shot to five points already there for Diana Neves. Levy, Levy sorry, with the ball now. Gets it through down into Taylor Roberts in the low post. Puts up an awkward looking shot. It's just cleaned up by the Logan defence. Veal in transition out to Neves. She pulls up for another outside shot. Almost drops it down. But Taylor Roberts with the rebound this time. Up the floor, Olivia Thompson with the ball. Ooh, ambitious sort of curling uh, entry pass there from uh, Roberts. Oh, sorry, Olivia Thompson. That uh, never really looked like it was on. (laughs) So 22 leads 7, 2.47 left in this first quarter. Kristen Veal with the ball. Paul Logan brings it up right-hand side. Holly Smith now outside the three. Flicks it through to Abbott, over to Veal. Top of the key, McMeekin Rusko just short, but Holly Smith in there for the rebounding, but can't come up with it. Tessa Levy with the ball for the shoot. Brings it down. Just working it around, trying to get some offense going. He's looking a bit frustrated at the Institute, but she gets around through two defenders, drives it out. Oh, the ball just dropped by Olivia Thompson. They've still got it. Gretel Tippett's forced to put up an outside shot. It's no good. Straight into the hands of Kristen Veal. There's that famous Veal three-quarter length pass to Neves, but uh, she was mobbed, not fouled, but good, good strong defence there from the Institute. They really ran down that trailer. Yeah, it was a good recovery, and, uh, you know, we see those Kristen Veal pinpoint quarterback type passes and Perhaps Diana to get, <laughs> get used to those too I'm, I'm not sure she she thought maybe this is on hello it's in my, it's in my hands <laughs> a couple of substitutions coming back on for the institute we've got uh, Taylor Robertson and Nadine Payne no, back on ooh Roberts yeah. just ooh wow another awkward she's Pulled up a little awkward. Yeah, she just sort of went over on okay. her ankle a little bit, but I think she's running it out. Sorry, that's so. Alex Sheedy, not Taylor Roots. Got the same mop of blonde hair. 
Abbott now with the ball. McMeek and Roscoe flicks it through. Neves over to... Down through to Abbott. Abbott drives baseline. Little dump into Holly Smith. Good defence there from Sheedy. She got the block on the shot. Couldn't come away with it. Abbott had the rebound, put it up. It's no good. And now it's the Institute with the ball. Olivia Thompson kicks it to Levy. Levy brings it left. Round at the top of the key. Nadine Payne with a wild shot. Didn't even hit the ring. <laughs> no, it's probably not the preferred option that early in the in the offensive set. But um, just looking a little bit frustrated and don't seem to be able to get any rhythm going offensively. Mm. So it's going to be baseline ball to the Institute. There's 14 left on the shot clock. 22 plays 7 with a minute 12 left in this first game. Nice elevated jump shot there from Olivia Thompson. She knocked down that two, so nine points now for the Institute. That's really the first time that they've run an offensive set out of that out of bounds and that was quite good. So as we see Holly Holly Smith Smith going to work, a nice reverse layup there under the basket and finishes that off. Tess Levy just weaving through traffic, gets, ooh, might have been better. She drove through and made a wild outlet pass. Might have been better to take the shot there, Michelle, I think. uh, The shot's no good and it's... Logan in offence again. Get the ball in low to Abbott. She puts up a shot. It's no good. See Donnelly bringing the ball up from the AAS. Just getting them organised offensively. Comes off the screen set by Payne. Kicks it off the corner. And looks like Lady tries to find an open opportunity but can't. Roberts puts the ball on the floor. Drives hard. Kicks it to the corner. Mm. And unfortunately Payne wasn't able to make the short jump shot. But... Uh, as you see, Neves coming down the floor, pulls up for the jumper at the top of the key and knocks it down in transition. Well, I've seen some great shooting here from uh, Dana Neves as the quarter time buzzer goes. A bit of confusion there. Though. The I think the shot clock might have gone off there with about seven seconds to go and everyone seemed to sort of stutter step and not really sure what was going on there. But uh, it is quarter time. Logan, 26, are leading the AIS by nine. Two nine, sorry, by by more than nine. Gretel Tippett, top scoring for the Institute with five points. Emma Randall has eight. Diana Neves, seven. And Cassie Smith, five for Logan. Looks like it could be a long night for the students tonight, Michelle. It does look that way, but I think we'll see that they'll get better and better with each quarter. I think, uh, you know, they're just sort of running into, into their rhythm a little bit and trying to, um, you know, put people out on the floor, get them through it a little bit and... You know, they'll just take time to adjust and uh, get something happening. I think, um, you know, Diana Neves is, uh, I think her promo in the in the media guide says that she's really a shooter. So they run her occasionally in the one spot that she's a, a shooter. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how she goes tonight. She's obviously taken a few from the perimeter tonight and has knocked them down at a reasonable sort of rate. So um, if the press is right, she might be good to watch in action this season. Absolutely. She's shooting... Uh She's shooting three or five at the moment. One or two from the three-point line, and uh, she certainly doesn't look shy. You know, that's not to say she's been jacking them up. She's, they've all been good looks, uh, but she's not backwards in taking that shot, so that's exciting news. Another string to the bow for this uh, Logan team. Yeah, and for Logan, I guess the other thing is, you know, Holly Smith and Bianca Abbott, who really had to bang away inside, undersized last year, um, you know, will get some great support this year, obviously, from Emma Randall and Kayla Francis coming into the group. So that'll give them a bit of a relief. But, um, you know, you, I think, you know, Bianca and, and Holly will uh, really start to uh, come into their own a little bit more 
this season with that sort of backup that they'll have, so to speak, or where they'll be the backup, shall I say, to uh, some bigger bodies out on the floor. Nice start for Kristen Veal as well. Four rebounds, four assists, one steal. One steal. Yep, she led, so the, led the league in steals last season, Simon, she did, so yep. she's uh, starting to rack them up and we'll... Uh, Wait and see if she continues to do that. So we've got Graham, Abbott, Neves, Smith and Francis starting for Logan in the second quarter. Sheedy, Tippett, Thompson, Donnelly and Cole starting for the Institute. So Cassie Smith with the ball over to Graham. Through to Neves, back to Graham. Another outside shot. And, ooh, Abbott against two. AIS defenders almost got it, but... It, Chute comes up with it eventually. Alex Sheedy now running the floor. Takes on Francis. Kicks it left. Olivia Thompson with a big jump shot. She's got a nice shot, Michelle. It's very, very technically smooth. smooth and uh, Nice action. And yeah. she knocked that down. Never looked like missing from the moment it left her hand. So I think the AIS really need to just up their defensive pressure and sort of take um, you know, Logan out of their offensive sets. They're just, as we see, Sarah Graham yeah. knocked down another open three. And they're just getting open looks because, you know, they're allowing... Uh, Logan to execute offensively. They need to get in the lanes a bit and yep. well, take them away from what they want to do. That's last season's top three-point shooter there in Sarah Graham, so they'll uh, have to be wary of that one. Just a good, solid drive there from Rebecca Cole. The uh, foul goes against Graham on that drive. But a solid attack. We've seen we've seen a little bit of that, not too much in this quarter, but the Institute aren't, don't seem too worried when they feel they've got an opportunity to take the take the ball to the hole. So she misses the first of the free throws. Lining up for number two and makes that one. So 29 plays 12 here at the AIS training hall. Oh, great steal there from Thompson. Just picked uh, Cassie Smith's pocket. So the Institute now pushing up with some offensive pressure of their own. Tippett now with the ball, drives into the key, takes on Francis. Ooh. Awkward shot. Unlucky not to get one called there, I think. Yeah, a little bit of a reach hand there. On the, uh, yeah. on the hip there from Francis, but so be it. Speak of the devil, Francis have the ball now. She drives on Tippett, returns the favour. Tippett gets pinged. Mm. So, Rookie a bit versus of a, a, bit of a what? <laughs> <laughs> kind of look there. Quick subs on for Logan. Kristen Veal's on for Cassie Smith. And we've got a dead Andrew on for Logan. So seeing her first minutes of the game. Shot no good from Logan. Sarah Graham, shortest player out there, pulls down the rebound. She's fouled. I think it will be Madeline Garrick. Yeah, just clearly yep. missed the box out on that play there, which allowed Graham to uh, sneak in there and pull down the board. So Garrick picks up her second. And Sarah Graham misses the first free throw, hard against the back of the iron. Gets lines up for her second. And knocks that one down. So 30 plays 12 here at the AIS training hall. Ooh, wild drive, drive there. Hard. Yeah, just nothing going with a shot in the end, but the Institute come up with the offensive blast. Sheedy with the ball now at the top of the key. Puts it back over to Cole. She drives, pulls back to Sheedy. Just inside the three. Nails a jump shot. 
looks comfortable from that range. So, oh, Sarah Graham just gets a layup. Ooh, Thompson just came in at the very last minute, but I don't think Sarah Graham believed her eyes there for a second. She sort of looked up and said, whoa, there's a... There's an open lane. A lane to the basket. That's right. And I think, you know, just a lack of communication defensively there from the AIS. Yeah, there's a lot of, lot of finger pointing and yelling. Right. You and take her, you take her, not mine. <laughs> Who's that? Who's that? Yeah, so but uh, all's well that ends well. It's just going to be a, a baseline ball. The timeout called by Phil Brown. So 30 plays 14, 7.59 left in this game. Of course, we've got two other games in the WNBL tonight. They're both due to start in about... 10 minutes. We've got the Adelaide Lightning hosting the Dandenong Rangers. Uh, very so different and it, two very different looking teams from their lineups last bearing season. Bearing a little Sorry. resemblance to last season, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and also tonight we've got Townsville hosting Sydney. So that could be an interesting game because Sydney, the big move for Sydney, they're essentially the same team except minus the top scorer last year, Susie Bakovic, who's now moved to the Capitals. That's right. So, uh, and Logan will travel to Sydney on Sunday to play, um, and I think that will be, this will be good preparation for them in this game. Um, you know, Sydney travelling to Townsville, it's a long road trip, and, uh, you know, they have to come back and back up against Logan on Sunday. So, um, good opportunity for Logan to get one over Sydney this weekend. Because Sydney ran out of, ran out of legs toward the end of last season, both uh, physically and, and emotionally. I think they just got a bit tired and, had injury dramas and, and sort of didn't push on into the postseason as they would have liked to, but they'll all be fit and healthy, raring to go. Inbound ball from Veal goes to Bianca Abbott, into Graham, oh, forced the pass into Francis, good break up there from Tippett Institute with the ball now, Cole brings it up the floor, just being patient with it, hands off to Tippett, she drives, kicks it back to Garrick. Back out to Cole. She puts up an outside shot. It's no good, but the rebound from Taylor Roberts. No, sorry, Sheedy. Again, I'm getting those two confused. (laughs) Sheedy gets a little put back there. Two points for her. And just forcing the the offense there, and I think it was a dead Andrew just fumbled the ball out of bounds on her baseline. So it's the Institute ball again. 30 playing 16. Institute making a little bit of an inroad in this second quarter, actually leaving the quarter 7-4 to four. Sheedy now drives on Francis Ooh, just a no look that. to no one unfortunately Kristen Veal picks up the scraps brings it up, just sets up her team gets herself some room puts up the outside shot and nails it yeah just a nice little uh, good screen there screen from Randall, from Randall just yep. created some space for Veal to get that one off easily you see the AIS mm, trying to feed yeah. it down low and to tip it. But Garrett uh, just forcing that in there. Yeah, really not the right angle. Probably just needed to reverse the ball and, and get her on the uh, seal on the other side. So subs coming on. Taylor Roberts now coming on. And Nadine Payne Whoop, being called. Both of them being called back. Referee just making a point there that they didn't ask for the sub. <laughs> they just put them back over, let them know who's boss, sends them back out on the floor. Okay, back to the game. Kristen Veal now brings the ball up to Francis, south side, left-hand side, puts it back over to Veal on the right, gets herself some room, back through, I think that's Graham in through all that sea of players there. She kicks it out to Veal, outside, three-point shot, no good. Great rebound from a dead Andrew. 
She gets it to Veely, back to Hodette. She puts the outside shot up, no good. So Logan looking to shoot the three quite a bit. They're not, not shy. Well, they no. know they've got some people to bang on the boards this season. So, yeah. you know, it gives them an Thompson as again. Thompson. Nice little shot from the corner there and she knocks it down. Looking smooth as we see Graham Byrne pass. Uh, yeah, another great half-court pass from Veal. They're just getting out in those Sarah lanes. Sarah Graham's used to it. Neves will get used to it. <laughs> Lacey, sorry, Lady. Lady. <laughs> Oh, Ooh. Payne nearly turned it over. She's got it at the top point. Kicks it on to Levy again. Looking a little bit stagnant offensively, the AIS. They really haven't got much happening as they try to force the ball in. Fortunately for them, Randall put a foot out and stopped it, so they'll get a, a reset the clock. 24. That's right. <laughs> yeah, they're just um, looking a little stuck at times, the offense for the AIS. They're a very athletic group, so if they get any kind of offensive transition, they're doing well. But yeah. it's this... Oh, Kayla Francis breaks off the pass there from Manir. They're in transition. Francis to Graham. Back to Francis. She makes the layup. I don't actually think that was meant for Francis. It came out of rather fast and we could see that Andrew was running the lane hard on the weak <laughs> side and Francis just really intercepted that one. As we see, Lady kick it out to Manir. Manir, Manir with a big three-point shot. So the Institute's staying in touch. They are. And when they've got the open look, they pretty consistently make it but most of the time they're just uh, a little bit forced with their shot Andrew. Andrew drives dishes it out to Graham, the three point shot doesn't go this time, Levy with the ball in transition trying to run, make it happen Ooh, just another forced pass there from Georgia Manier, Kristen Veal breaks it up, gets a steal she passes to Sarah Graham and another layup so the Institute making inroads, but they just make that one mistake and Logan bury them. That's right. They just convert it, and that's where the difference is, I guess, in the teams. I think one of the problems that uh, the AIS are having is that they just, you know, their ability to pass under pressure is a little bit suspect at the moment. So we can see that Logan continue to get hands on the ball, and just get in the steps, and create some transition out of that. So um, I assume that Phil will be talking a little bit here about how to break that pressure off. Uh, offensively, you know, look at introducing some backdoor cuts and, uh, you know, getting them to get on the front foot a bit more so that they have to, um, Logan will have to respond and react to that. Yeah, 10 turnovers already for the Institute, which is, uh, yeah, you would, don't really want to see a number that high before half-time. But, yeah, as we, we've mentioned through the call, as you just mentioned there, Michelle, I think the, the pressure and they're just trying to force some stuff, it's just not happening for them, so... We shall wait and see how that pan out. But certainly not, uh, you know, wandering off into the night to die. It was looking like it could have been a real shellacking early on, but they're, they're putting up some good resistance and going hard at it. Absolutely. I mean, I think it was, uh, you know, nine points at quarter time. So they've certainly already, you know, there's still five minutes, essentially five minutes to go in this quarter, and they've already scored more in the first five minutes of this quarter than they did in the last. So... Um, you know, there's some positives there and you can see that, you know, yes, they're making mistakes, yes, they lack some experience and yes, they're going to take time to mature um, and, you know, their decision-making under pressure will improve as they go through the season but you can already see, you know, just settling into this game that they're uh, starting to make some small adjustments. The consistency, of course, will be an issue. Definitely. Tess Levy with the ball for the Institute now. Over to Taylor Payne. Ooh... Almost turn the ball over again, but they'll get it back. Nadine Payne, sorry. Because we're all rusty as well on the call, we'll be 
it'll take us a game or two to get our flow back again. Garrick with the ball now for the Institute. Over to Levy. Drops it into Payne. Payne now top of the right-hand side. Gets it into Taylor Roberts. She drives, dishes out. Outside look from Garrick. Just doesn't drop, but Roberts gets the rebound. Puts the shot back up. It was a good look. Maybe could have taken a little more time, but just didn't drop. Veal again with the rebound. Again over to Sarah Graham. This time out to Dead Andrew. Her shot is no good, but Kayla Francis with a strong board. Kicked it to Randall at the free throw line. She knocks down the easy J. And Logan are leading 40-21 to 21 with 4.05 left in this second quarter. Roberts with the ball now for the Institute. Top of the right-hand three. She just drops it in, kicks it out to Levy. Levy drives, gets herself some room. Little jump shot, doesn't drop. Francis with the easy board, hands it off to Veal. Veal brings it up middle. Just slows things down, wants to run some offence. Graham now on the left-hand side. Oh, just... Garrick just forced her to just juggle a little bit. She dropped it onto her toe and it went out of bounds. So bad luck there for Sarah Graham. We've got substitutions on though. Diana Neves on for Graham. Rashidi coming in for Payne. Roberts. Lady bringing the ball up for the AIS. Tippett. She flicks it left to Lady. Maybe back to Tippett. Tippett wants to go one-on-one against Francis. Drives. Gets a good look, gets a good first step on her too and gets the foul. So, yeah, Just a body check there from Francis. little hand on the hip. Yep, her second personal. They blow that straight away. Not a lot of fouls called in this game, which is good to see. It's not overly physical. So, Ball out to Sheedy now. She gets it into... Oh. Just a little too much pressure there for Sheedy. Forces and the double dribble. Yeah. Was double dribble or let Emma Randall take it? So <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I think you'll always see if you can get away with the first. Veal now over to Neves. She drives right, kicks it out to Randall. She puts up the three, nails it. Never looked like missing. So yeah. Emma Randall knocks down the big outside shots for some serious outside firepower in this Logan team we've seen in this first game. It is. It's very tough to defend Randall, isn't she? Mm. You know, she can go and bang away very inside unorthodox. and can knock down the three from the perimeter as we see uh, I think that's Maneer is it? Yeah Georgia Maneer looks to penetrate and pulls up for the short range jumper and uh, gets cleaned up in the process and she'll go to the foul line. So first person on the saying number seven but there's no number seven out there for Logan. So it may have been no we've got a five up there. I think it was that dead Andrew perhaps. Ooh, tip it. <laughs> that looked like her brother Kurt there going over the back for that rebound. Did Andrew in Good defensive transition. Uh, transition there from particularly Levy did a great job of uh, getting back and cutting down the penetration as we see Diana Neves bend the corner and go into the basket. One of the big girls from the AOS has been called. Pick yes, a number. Sheedy, I think, got that. Bit of a bailout there. I think um, she she basically ran into Gretel Tippett there and, and really didn't have a didn't a have, great look at the ball. Didn't have anywhere to go really, did no. she? Unfortunately, so a little unlucky there for Sheedy. She picks up her first personal. Means knocks the first down. Takes Logan to 44. Two minutes 30 to go in the second quarter. She makes them both. Oh, mm, Sheedy. 
a wild pass. Neves picks it up, kicks it back out to Veal. She takes the outside shot. Bodies go up and Garrett comes down with the rebound. She's in transition now. Crazy pass down there. She bit of a wry smile on her face as soon as she let it go. Yeah, she saw the girl run the lane hard. but um, yeah, Rush of blood to the head there. Right. <laughs> Kristen Veal brings it back down to Neves on the left-hand side. Over to Odette Andrew. Back to Veal now. Just looking to isolate. Gets it through to a dead Andrew at the top of the key. She turns and shoots. Still no fear of putting up this three-point shot for the the Logan team. Have a quick look and see how many they've put up so far in this game. And that would be number 12. They're certainly not shy. As we see Levy pushing the ball down the floor. Needs is in the backcourt still. And she does a good job of penetrating, trying to find someone. But uh, as big Kayla Francis came to her, she thought, I better offload this, but... Wasn't able to find, sorry, not Kayla, it was Holly Smith. It's a baseline ball for the Institute. Out to Manier. Manier pulls back, flicks it across to Tippett. Tippett's well outside the three, gets in now. Pulls up. Ooh, I thought that Emma Randall got a piece of that, but it, uh, it dropped down, two-point shot. McMeek and Rusko back on for Logan now. She's got the ball, flicks it over to Neves. Down into Holly Smith. Holly Smith turns across the front of the... Free throw line, back out to Veal, to Randall on the shoulder. She puts up the shot. Ooh. In and out. In and out. <laughs> Didn't want it home. She picks up the board and finds Lavery, pushes it down the floor. Kicks it to the corner. Oh, they've got some defensive pressure now. They're going to get a shot violation. Yeah, they're the wild the pass over. in the end. Neves now going coast to coast. Dumps a nice pass in to Holly Smith. And she's fouled on the layup. Well, Neves is looking a real surprise packet here, Michelle. She's looking very strong indeed. Yeah, she certainly runs the floor hard and she can obviously knock down the open shot. Um, she's certainly not shy, so, no. so that's good. And um, not sure how big she is. She's not particularly big. No. We've got Cole, Roberts and Thompson back on for the Institute. 170 centimetres she is. Makes a second free throw, so it's 48 plays, 24. Exactly double. Institute now, Gretel Tippett, well outside the three-point arc. Probably not the shot that she should be taking, but comes up with a Logan rebound again. Knees wide open for three. Nails it. Mm. I think uh, teams out there scouting, don't leave her open for the, yes. <laughs> for the perimeter shot. Here's our tip She's of the night. Reliable. <laughs> Joanna Knees is a very good outside shooter. Roberts now flicks the ball through to Manier, over to Thompson. Back through to Gretel Tippett. She puts up a shot. It's no good. Veal again with the rebound. Number six for her. Brings the ball up the floor. Screens off Randall, then pushes it through. Oh, good defensive pressure from Taylor Roberts there to break up the pass, but Logan still have it. Veal's shot doesn't drop. Thompson comes away with the rebound, but it is half-time here at the AIS training hall. Logan, 51, uh, leading the AIS, 24. So the end result there, a much, much better one. The 25 to 15 that quarter, Logan won that one, as opposed to the 26 to 9. So a bit more resistance there from the Institute. And certainly the first five minutes of that half, 
um, you know, they're a little more solid. They looked after the ball a little bit better and, uh, you know, got some good opportunities. But, um, you know, Logan started to pick their pressure up again in that last five minutes of that quarter and it started to take its toll. So, you know, signs of improvement, which is good. Yep, top scorers for that first half, Emma Randall, with 13 points off five or seven shooting. That's a fairly good night at the office already for her. She's got 12, uh, 13. Diana Neves, as we mentioned, she's shooting uh, four of seven. She's got 12 points. Sarah Graham's got eight points. Uh, Kristen Veal, six rebounds, five assists, two steals at half time. For the Institute, we've got Gretel Tippett with seven points, Georgia Manier with six, Olivia Thompson with six, and that turnover count 14 at the half. So that's definitely going to hurt them. And it's not even so much the the turnover count; it's when they when they make that turnover that uh, Logan are just burying them. That's right. The conversion of Logan, they just get out and they run the transition basketball very well and uh, have been able to get a lot of mileage out of that tonight. Yeah, 14 points off turnovers for Logan, so that's certainly not doing the Institute any favours. Just checking the other games to see if we've got any stats starting yet. Might just be a little bit early. We've got some uh, box scores, but no start at the moment. But of course, with the, we did mention earlier those games that are on tonight. Townsville versus Sydney in Townsville. Uh, of course, Townsville, another team that had a an interrupted uh, pre-season with Peter Buckle away with the with the Opals. He would have only got back in the last day or so. That's right. The other game tonight, Adelaide versus Dandenong. The two mystery teams. Of course, Dandenong recruiting very heavily in this off-season. They have uh, almost a... Well, not a completely different team. Adelaide have almost a completely <laughs> different team. We're just going through the, uh, the team list here for Adelaide. We've got Maya Newley... Uh, that looks to be about it in tonight's lineup. Nicole Seacamp, XAIS student, is over there at Adelaide. Uh, does not look like Angela Marino will be playing tonight so far. So we've got Alex Wilson, Maya Newley, Tegan Cunningham, Emma Langford, Trudy Holland, Carolyn Burgess, Nicole Seacamp, Cara Hargraves, Chenier Abweki, and Augustine Zagiat. So pretty much a brand new Adelaide Lightning team. Not many of those names I recognise, I have to say. Because <laughs> looking at the, the Dandenong team, we pretty much know all those names. They might have come from a few different teams to, to get into this lineup. But we've got Lauren King, Stephanie Cumming, Abby Bishop, of course, it's Capitals, Chantella Pereira from the Capitals, Downey, who's been a, a stalwart there at Dandenong for quite a few years now. Tracy Gahan is back. Back in the league. That's great That's to see fantastic. her back in the league. Yep. Yeah, fantastic. Quality player. Sam Woosnam, a big late Ooh, yeah. last week defection from Adelaide over to, um, she retired again, I think, and <laughs> decided, no, I'll keep going. Jess Foley, of course, from Adelaide. Ashley Robinson from, from the WNBA. Yeah, I, uh, her, and, her and Abby Bishop spent Finley. a lot of time cheering on the team. But uh, Ashley Robinson got minutes in the, in the playoff series, so she's definitely able to play. And, of course, Kathleen McLeod, so... Dandenong, probably the other team looking to be very strong this season. Absolutely. And a new coach, Mark Wright, back yep. in the league coaching as well. And so a new coach for Adelaide, Steve Brainy. That's right. Not so much a new name, but, but new for the women's game. So it's, uh, yeah, that's going to be a, an interesting night of getting to know new players and new coaches. And we'll, we'll watch those box scores as they come across with interest. And, uh, yeah, of course, the other game, Sydney versus Townsville, no team lists 
up for that one yet? Well, they, of course, with daylight savings in ah, Queensland yes. game, they will be uh, an hour behind. I think it's 7.30 Townsville time. So right. It won't be getting underway until probably well towards the end of this game tonight. So we'll of course, some, some other new coaches uh, this season as well, Michelle. We've got uh, a new coach at a new team. A new team? Well, a new named team. <laughs> the West okay. Coast Waves, they're now called. They're coached by a new coach, but again, an old face in David Herbert, who used to coach at Townsville. That's right, yes. And David's been over there He's coaching the uh, West Australian Institute of Sport Programme. Uh, for quite a while and uh, so he's stepped into the coaching ranks of, uh, of the National League over there and a big signing for West Coast Waves very familiar to Canberra people Tully Bevilacqua very familiar to Perth people and as very well familiar so to a return home a return home <laughs> for Tully so it's great to see her coming back into the league after she retired uh, last at the end of the 2008-2009 season yep just an- another uh, another bonus for the fans of the WNBL to see a player of, of Tully's calibre now, albeit heading toward the end of her career, but fantastic to see her here and, and, and running around on these courts again. Well, that's right, and great to see her going back to Perth where she started. I rem- hate to say it, I remember her when she debuted as a, <laughs> a 17-year-old over in, uh, in Perth back in the days when they were probably um, one of the, well, certainly in their era when they were at the top of the, of the Women's League. And uh, it's good to see her go back after, you know, starting there, um, having a very successful international career and a uh, very successful WNBL career as well and uh, returning there and putting some time back into what is really, a, I guess, Perth has really struggled with over the last few years and it's good to see that she's going back there to, you know, put some time in. Very young, inexperienced team again. You know, they've got Mel Marsh coming back into, into play but there's, uh, again, not that many familiar sort of Names in that lineup. Yeah, they picked up Rachel Watman, Watman from, from Sydney. Sydney. Yeah, yeah so, so that's, so that's a good opportunity player. for Watman because she didn't get a lot of minutes with the um, with Sydney Uni. But a, a couple of a uh, couple of other names there that people might have remembered from around the league. We have got Michelle Joy there, uh, Kate Malpass, of course, been over there for a little while. Rebecca Mercer's been playing around a while too. So. But a lot of new names there at the West Coast Waves. I didn't realise Michelle Joy had gone there, so that's not a bad... Mm. Gives them a little bit of size and... Definitely. Uh, you know, it gives them an, another option. So, you know, I think, again, you know, they will probably have a bit of a struggle this season, but um, they'll certainly be a bit more competitive than they were last season, I'd say. Definitely. Townsville, of course, fairly much the same team as, as last season. A couple of additions, but... Kirby Dalgleish, Rachel Flanagan, Gillian Horton from up there. Mackay, Joey Hill, still going round. There was a lot of talk about her perhaps retiring at the end of last season, but uh, the body's still willing, obviously. I remember she told us that. She said, if the body's still willing, still I'll, be keep, I'll still keep going. <laughs> so good to see her out there running around still. Uh, Amy Lewis, Kelsey Island and Leanne Evans, of course, the big missing factor there. No Rahani Cox. No Rahani Cox. She's uh, yeah. pregnant. I'm not sure if she's had her baby yet, but she's um, certainly must be close. So um, definitely. I so won- she ma- she may return mid-season. Who knows? Um, wait and see well, what happens. Well, we saw Michelle Musselwhite or um, Cozier now. Cozier she now. Is. Sorry, Cozier. <laughs> Mental blank there. The Canberra Capitals. She's back, of course, this season after the birth of her first child. So it's uh, you know not uncommon to see that happen. That's right. So, yeah, a lot of new-look teams and a, a lot of teams that uh, have changed up their look 
and recruited pretty heavily. Of course, we talked about Dandenong. That's a, that's going to be a, a hell of a team. I think the uh, the other other team that really didn't do a lot, but didn't really need to recruitment-wise in the off-season was, of course, Bulling, who had a, a fantastic season last year. Only lost one game in that uh, regular season, and they've essentially got the same lineup. We've got Milner, Koenig, Desi Glorbitz, Shelley Burston, who missed pretty much mm. the entire last season, so that makes them uh, oh, yeah. quite a bit stronger. Yep. <laughs> uh, Lizzie Cambridge, who's just come back from a very successful... The Opals may not have been successful, but certainly Elizabeth Cambridge went from strength to strength over there at Worlds. Kylie Reid, Jenna O'Hay, she's come back from that Worlds uh, campaign as well. Rachel Jarry, Panel Luna, Zarvex and Crosswhite. So essentially the same team. They, again, will be very tough. Absolutely, and, and very well coached, very well disciplined. And uh, Tom Ma, um, we know that he is a success- successful coach and has great success with whatever group he puts out on the floor. And uh, well, You've got to love that coaching lineup. Tom <laughs> Ma is a head coach. Gary Fox is an assistant. I know. It's that's a, that's great, a lot of experience there to teach these girls how to play basketball. Yeah. It's a fantastic result. Yeah. So we'd, I'd expect Bulleen to be right up there again, of course. Uh, they're probably... Um, Probably the group that's remained the most stable. Yeah, and, and probably Sydney. Sydney really only lost. True. Susie Bakovic of Watman has gone as well, but uh, essentially the same group there. The Capitals, another fairly mixed bag. I mean, we've lost two very, very big players in Lauren Jackson and, of course, Natty Hurst, who's now playing in France in the EuroLeague, which is and a fantastic opportunity for and her. And Abby Bishop, of course, Abby Bishop. standing on as well. So... Some big Three names. of your starting five gone. Yep, big names out but, of the lineup. Uh, some exciting prospects there for the Capitals. Of course, they've brought back hometown girl Alison Lacey, who's been playing college for four years, got drafted number five in the WNBA draft this year. So uh, a lot of people are very keen to see what she looks like four years Absolutely. down the track with, a, with a, a whole lot of college experience under her belt and now a WNBA season. Yeah, we didn't actually get to see her play all that much in the WNBA, no. so uh, it'll be good to see actually what she's like as a player and get it out on the floor. Of course, Nicole Hunt has come up here to try to fill that, that void where Natty Hurst is no longer. Um, Rebecca Haynes, another player from uh, a bit of a Gladstone connection there with, with Natty and, and Jess Bibby. She played with the Gladstone power up there. And she also um, played with... Logan, formerly. That's she right. formerly yep. played with Logan in the league as well. So, so she has some WNBL experience. And Michelle Cozier back, of course, as we mentioned That's right. earlier. And the other player out of the lineup from last season was Tracy Beattie, of course. Yep. Another big player who um, you know, struggled with injuries last season yeah. and um, has taken the year off. She said she is not retiring. She's having a year off, but... Um, you know, we'll have to wait and see because, yeah. you know, it's a, a lot when you're... We'd love to see her back, but... Yeah, she certainly uh, does. Well, she struggled with injury, and knees I think and ankles. Are exactly, that's that's going to make it really difficult for her to take a season off. That's one of your downsides back. of being the tallest player in the league. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> but we wish Trace, Trace all the best, and hopefully she can get back on the horse. But it's um, well. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see who the Capitals start. I think you know. I think that um, I'd assume that they say Lacey is a one. Uh, will they run her in that spot? I would imagine. Will they start her there? Will yeah. they there, or will they go with Hunt in the guard in the one spot and maybe run her as the two and have Bibby coming off of the uh, off the bench? I'm at 182 yeah. centimetres, she'd be a big one in this league. So absolutely, uh, there could be a lot of advantage in her running that. But uh, we but don't really know whether she's that running transition she? player or whether she's a bit more of a grinding point guard. Okay. We'll, 
and, and speed will be an issue, particularly when you look at this weekend, for example, where they've got Milner mm. um, tomorrow, who we know is dynamite lightning fast, and it's been great to see some of those battles in the last se- couple of seasons between Milner and Hurst. So it could be um, could be interesting to see if Milner has a big game with if we don't have a guard who can match the speed, if the Capitals don't have a guard who can match the speed of a Milner and yeah, can really get their game going. You'd be thinking you'd put uh, perhaps Hunt and Bibby maybe on Milner perhaps. and uh, get Lacey on to Globitz or Zavex or one of those other bigger, I, want to, I don't want to say slower guards, but slower than Milner, which, <laughs> which is everybody. Of, which is everyone, just about, that's all right. <laughs> so yeah, it's going to be a, a, a new season for a lot of teams. It's going to be very interesting to see how it pans out. That's right, and you know, new coaches, new players in the league, people moving around, a new shape to the key. Yeah, <laughs> that's we haven't talked about that season. tonight. We've gone the uh, the FIBA straight line American keys. We've even got the uh, the dunk zone, the, <laughs> yeah. hu- the semicircle where you can't take the charge. If you're in that uh, circle and you take a charge, it's just too bad. The poster zone, I think they call it in the NBA. Yeah, and change <laughs> to where the three-point line is as well. So, uh, yep. Will be doesn't quite seem to have put anybody off tonight. <laughs> no, it certainly doesn't. hasn't had any effect. It's, it's gone out a little bit. It's about a foot, foot further out than, yeah. uh, yep. than previous seasons, so we'll... See what happens with that. So both teams are back out, finishing their warm-ups now. We've got about a minute to go left in this warm-up. Where do you see the AIS uh, working at getting back in this game, Michelle? I really think that they've got to use their um, aggression and speed and, and athleticism and try and, you know, defensively in particular, just take a step up, take some risks, put put a bit more pressure on Logan defensively and, and try and... You know, get some loose ball happening for him and, and get in the lanes and run. Um, you know, get up and down the floor. Do to Logan what um, exactly what they've done to them. I guess one of the risks when you are a young group, though, and you try and run that sort of up-tempo game is that uh, your decision-making is not always as well-developed as some others, and uh, that can be a risk in terms of upping your turnover rate. So, uh, look, I just think, you know, they had a good solid five minutes in that second quarter there. If they can do that for the next couple of quarters, you know, build it, push it out a little few more minutes more, it, it will make a bit of a difference. But um, early days yet for this AIS group. So 51 plays 24. Just about to start the second half here at the AIS training hall. Of course, you'll be able to catch all the AIS games and all the Canberra Transact Capitals games right here on sportradio.com. .au throughout the entire season. Yeah, I think the Capitals are back home next week. It will be their first home game. Playing all of their games this season out at the AIS training hall. So at, at the AIS Arena. AIS Arena, thank you. At the training hall. We're here at the training hall now. We won't be here for the Caps games. <laughs> Except, of course, when they're playing the Institute. Okay, so starting lineup for Logan is Randall... Francis, Graham, Veal and Smith, Kathy Smith. Cole with the ball for the Institute over to Taylor. Ooh, Nadine Payne. She pulls that back in. So Cole with the ball again, gets it into Garrick. Garrick turns, gives us all some room, steps back. It's a little off balance on that shot. Doesn't drop. Kayla Francis gets the rebound, but a bad outlet pass. It was uh, Maneer who forced that turnover. The shot goes to Payne. She doesn't pull it in. Randall with the ball now. She definitely gets it down. Gets the ball over to Kristen Veal, who now brings the ball up for the Thunder. 
Graham. Pushes it into Graham. Graham just waiting for for Kayla Francis to come off that screen. She puts the ball on the floor, goes against. Tippett, Tippett, good defence. Almost a shot clock violation and uh, AAS come up with the ball through Tippett. Gives it to Levy, drives, sorry, Cole who drives hard, Ooh. unable to make it, unfortunate on that one. We see Payne get the ball, can't finish it off, gets the second opportunity and is fouled by Graham. Good persistence from Payne there to get after the board and just keep going at it. Yeah, she's, she's deceptively tough in that rebounding. Um, you know, remember her at the end of last season, she doesn't look the most athletic player out there, but she's just a fighter and, and she is athletic. That's the thing. You sort of might look at her and think, well, not as athletic as a Tippett or a, or a Muneer or someone like that, but definitely just gets after it and it's got that grit. Can't coach that stuff. That's great. <laughs> oh, another bad turnover there from... Logan, they got the rebound, coughed it up again, shot goes up. This time Kristen Veal comes down with the rebound. Ooh. Graham turns the ball over in transition. To see Cole finding... Manier. Manier on the perimeter. Oh, rattles in and out. It. Tip it with the rebound. Ooh, sort of waved it around there, almost lost it, but she's kicked it back out to Cole. Tip it now. Goes to the free throw line, kicks it off to Nadine Payne. Her shot is good. It's only a two-pointer. And Olaf wants to have a chat. He's, He's not happy. A bit of a uh, all-over-the-shop start there for Well, he wouldn't be happy. For Logan Thunder. Logan have just made some really soft turnovers, you know. They've been a bit lazy and just not, uh, you know, you can't take anything for granted in this league. And, yes, you're playing against the AAS, which are a new group of, of kids basically playing in the league. And, uh, you know, but if you give them opportunities, they will um, absolutely make the most of them. So you can't afford to be soft and you can't afford to be lazy and you can't, um, you know, you just have to make sure that you execute every play. Yep, and, you know, just it's a habit, habitual thing. You don't want your players, you can see there's a little bit of, yeah, this game's in the bag and we'll just pull down these rebounds and pull the ball down around our waist and you don't want to get into habits like that. It's like, no. Well, that's right. And and having said that, Simon, this game's in the bag. We've seen the AIS in years mm-hmm. past because they are so talented and that they run on emotion and momentum. It doesn't take much for them to get a bit of a roll going and before you know that's it, right. they're back in a game and we saw that a number of times towards the end of last season. Yep. And, uh, this group in particular was unlucky to not come away with maybe three or four wins instead of the yeah. one that they ended up with. So That's right. As we're back to the game, Veal with the ball, 8.15 to go in the third quarter. Logan are up 51-27 as we see Francis take the three from the, peri- from the perimeter and uh, unable to make it. Yeah, not a, again, a great option there, pretty early in the shot clock and get the feeling Logan is still working through some stuff but definitely looking dangerous. Roberts with the ball now for the Institute, Just Good defence from Francis. Can't really get anyone free. Francis reaches over and taps it away. Cassie Smith with the rebound. Gets it down to Francis. She has to fight to keep it alive. Kicks it back to Garrick. She's now pushing it up the floor pretty quickly. Manier, ooh, nice little shuffle there. Gets around. Veal puts the shot up. It's no good. Great rebound there from Cassie Smith. She gives it off to Kristen Veal and Veal is away. Gets it up the floor to Graham. Graham, little bump. Little sidestep there, and Nadine Payne just cleans her up. Nothing too tragic or violent. Just <laughs> wrapped her up, made sure that shot wasn't going anywhere. That's right. So she picks up her first personal. It's going to put Sarah Graham at the line. 
to shoot two. There's the first one, so 52 to 27 now. 7.29 remaining in this third quarter. And it drops the second as well. So 53 plays, 27. Cole with the ball for the Institute now. Brings it up the floor. The screen from Payne there. It goes all the way around. Gets around Sarah Graham. Oh, sorry. That was Cole. I kept... She did a good job, created some space for herself and finished it off. Kristen Veal with the ball for Logan. Kicks it out to Randall. Randall dumps it in. Francis all alone, finds plenty of space. Ooh, a little bit awkward, but got the shot in the end. Just around Taylor Roberts. Yeah, Taylor just lost vision on there. Yep. and uh, she's, Francis managed to sneak around behind her and get the open shot away. Cole to Roberts. Robert's just not looking comfortable out there at the moment with Francis. Francis doing a good job on her. Flicks the ball. Ooh. Cole got the stepped got the pass and just yeah, stepped out of bounds off that. Uh, the back foot on the acceleration mm. and unfortunate for her. Because she actually did a great job of burning past the defender on the baseline. Dana Neves back on for Logan. Kristen Veal with the ball for the Thunder. Across to Cassie Smith, back to Veal. Oh, through Veal's hands. She was doing something with it before she had it, I think, on that mm-hmm. occasion. It's interesting for Veal this season, last season, with Graham going out. You know, Veal plays the one spot, but they could have probably used her in the two spot a bit mm. more. But with, with Graham going out with injury, it meant that Veal had to run in the one spot a whole lot more. Um, this season, there's some versatility there for the group, so she'll be able to play a couple of different spots on the floor, I'd imagine. Oh, just missed that one. As we see Thompson pull up, nice move. A very nice move action, hasn't That is done? a good shot. Yeah, <laughs> lovely. Handy. Technically, very nice to look at. Randall with the ball in the high post, kicks it out to Francis outside the three. She drives left now on Roberts. Oh. Across a body shot. Not a great shot, but Roberts bailed her out. She'll go to the line to shoot two. First personal foul for Taylor. Yeah, very awkward looking shot in the end there, but Cata Francis lines up on the free throw line. Makes the first. Oh, this is the second tip. It comes up with the rebound under pressure from Veal, trying to push the ball down the floor. Eventually gets it into uh, Lavy, brings it over the half. 13 to go on the shot clock, a little slow getting it up there. Looking for a nice read from Veal. And the outlet pass to Francis. Ooh, Francis pulled it in and Lavy did a great job just getting in front and disrupting. Pick up the foul. Oh, and tip it it was. There you go. Phil Brown calls timeout. 56 plays 31 with 5.35 left in this third quarter. You're listening to the 2010-11 WNBL here on sportradio.com.au. Bit of a slow start to this second half for Logan. They're just working through some stuff. We had them uh, well up at half time. But uh, the AIS actually outscoring them so far this quarter, 7-5, to keeping it nice and tight 
jump over to Adelaide and see if we've got any uh, any stats for that game yet. But no, it doesn't appear to have started. So, I'm just talking about the AIS, one of the I guess stalwarts of the AIS program or been around the AIS program a lot is being Patrick Hunt. And there's been an announcement that he's going to move on to the top feeder coaching job. So. Uh, Good luck to Patrick. It's a four-year term, 2010 to 2014. So it'll be um, interesting to see what happens with that and uh, how much we'll see of Patrick and whether he'll be located elsewhere and, and what that means for um, his involvement with the Australian um, basketball. Yeah, he's been fairly integral here at the AIS, um, uh, getting a lot of the players that have come through here gigs in colleges in the States. I know he did a lot of work with some of those earlier players. So good luck to Pat. Because the ABC is covering games again this season, tomorrow's game. At 1 o'clock is Bulleen versus Canberra. So ABC TV, they'll be covering... Replay of last year's grand final. Oh yeah, should be a good one. See how uh, that new Caps lineup looks and see how and if Lizzie Cambridge is travelling after a very big world championship, which yeah, she did very well in. Tessa Levy with the ball now for the Institute. Oh, stolen there. Not quite stolen. Randall got a hand in and they both went for it. and uh, it's Wrapped up. Wrapped up and it's going to be an Institute. No, it's going to be a Logan ball. So, Cole. No, looks like Cole's going to come back on, but it's going to be Michaela Donny, Donnelly coming on for the Institute. Kristen Veal now with the ball for Logan, brings it across. Down to Randall. Randall just goes around. Ooh, good break of outside pass there, broken up by Madeline Garrick. So it's going to be a Logan ball. 16 seconds left on the shot clock. 5.16 remaining in this third quarter. Kristen Veal with the inbound pass, gets it to Neves. Neves into Randall. Randall goes to work in the post on Tippett. Tippett, yeah, just went up fairly straight, but I think just got some body contact on the rise, so she picks up her third personal. She's going to find herself in a, a lot more of those bigger physical contests, I think, throughout the season, Michelle. Absolutely, there's some big bodies going around this league now. I mean, particularly look at someone like Bulleen where they've got Cambridge. Penaluna. Penaluma, that's right. To come up against the capital, she's going to have to probably take Susie Bakovic and Randall makes both the free throws. Substitution Tippett is coming off and Nadine Payne on for the AIS. So 59 plays 31, 5'11 left in this third quarter. Thank goodness Nadine Payne's changed her hair colour this season. Between Sheedy, Payne and Taylor, it would have been very yes. difficult to pick <laughs> them at a glance. Payne's dyed it very dark, <laughs> which is making our job a lot easier. <laughs> Thank you, Nadine. Uh, Roberts, ooh, almost stolen from Veal yeah. again. But Garrick now, she drives around, good defensive pressure. Veal again with the hand in and introduces herself to the desk. <laughs> Gives us a little wave. Always a consummate professional. But... Uh, Great defensive pressure there from the Institute, from the uh, Logan Thunder against the Institute. 
Garrick's good. She's fiery. She's working yep. hard at it. Puts up a yeah, not a great Too shot in short. the end. She didn't really have much choice. Yeah. There was not much time left on the shot clock for that. But she's not uh, not shy. Wants to put it on the floor and clearly take it on. Kristen Veal. Good break up again. Garrick there just with the uh, the reach in and, and breaking up that. And she gets in the lanes and you know mm. active defensively, so it's good to see. We like the cut of her jib. Randall now kicks off to Veal at the shoulder, puts up the shot, it doesn't drop. Institute with the ball. Oh, Kristen Peel gets it back though, gets a She's steal. racking up those steals. She's oh, going great for pass a to McMeek and Rusco. She pulls in the rocket and makes the layup makes as well. That's so. right. Veal is looking to retain her uh, leading steal. Steals and, and <laughs> get up there. She season. was only point one of a of a uh, assist behind the leader last season too. So. We all know she loves to pass that ball. Nadine Payne now drives. Ooh, almost knocked out of bounds. Of pass just a bit wild. And front. No, it's Randall that comes up against. Ooh, a few bodies crashing down there on that layup. I didn't think it was Georgia Manier down there. And uh, no, Michaela Donnelly, sorry. She's, uh, Logan has certainly picked up their defensive pressure in the last couple of minutes of this yes. quarter and it's starting to... Um, Coach Olaf Lang called that early time out and said, ah... Not happy, girls. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's keep playing properly. Yeah, <laughs> certainly. They did drop their intensity early on and uh, they're starting to pick it up again. Randall rolls around, does two laps of the ring and then drops out that free throw. So it lines up for her second. And misses that too. Taylor Roberts with the rebound. Cole with the ball for the Institute. Just moves it around. Bianca Abbott out there for Logan now. Good defensive pressure from her. The shot goes up to Payne. Her shot doesn't drop. Veal again with the outlet. Over to Neves. Ooh, just bangs off the back of the ring. McKeegan Rusco with the rebound. Kicks it back to Veal and she will slow things down. Kicks it around to McKeegan Rusco. 13 left on the shot clock. She drives high. Oh, Abbott wide alone. Defender has to come to her and leave Emma Randall who gets a, an open one foot jump shot. Under the basket. Yeah, so a little bit of miscommunication there from the Institute as Logan head up. 63 to 31 now. Oh, great drive from Cole. She kicks it out to Thompson. That great shot again. Doesn't drop this time. Still a good looking shot. Cole gets the rebound and worms away down through that low post spot and Neves is going to come up with the foul. I think she thought she might have been covered and there was a bit of a panic play at the end there to get across and try to pick her up. She picks up a first person but good aggressive offensive rebounding pressure there from the Institute just to keep working away at the ball. Cole will line up. Cole's done a good job on a couple of occasions of getting a shot away and finishing it off under quite a bit of pressure, sort of taking the ball to the basket. So it's good to see. She's not huge, one of their guards, and uh, doing some good work. Working up on Kristen Veal at the moment. Hands off to Abbott, back to Veal. Veal waits, little hesitation, drives, dishes it out to McKeegan Rusco. Her shot doesn't go. Cole with the rebound in transition now. Tries to push it forward. Ooh, little... Hesitation, wasn't sure about the pass, but Thompson comes away with it, puts up that nice shot. 
Thompson's pretty athletic. She elevates really nicely, Michelle. She gets some good, yeah, she's got a good distance off that jump shot. Yeah, good first, trip, um, first step and blows past people and creates some space and pulls up really strong and hard, hard for the short defend. range. Yeah. Deal with the pass into Randall. She gets the layup. Cole now with the ball again for the Institute. Knees defending her fairly closely. Oh, good screen there from Taylor Roberts. Gets a free. Kicks it round to Garrick. Out. Ooh, In and out. There. <laughs> Unfortunately. Sheedy shot. Just looked good. Randall now with the ball. Gets it in to Abbott in the low post. Good, good block there from Sheedy. She comes away with the rebound as well. Pushing up the floor, but there's nothing ahead of her. So to slow things down. Gets it back to Rebecca Cole. Cole gets around that screen again from Roberts. Had a chance to, ooh, a bit late on the dish. Roberts did well to pull it in. Back at the Sheedy. Another broken up pass, but Institute still has it. Sheedy gets some room, puts up a shot. It's no good. Easy rebound in the end for Randall. Kristen Veal, an offensive transition again. Draw some defenders. Ooh. Garrett came across, just sort of collected her shoulder, knocked it free, and a little bit of a reach. A few substitutions. One minute left. In this third quarter, Tippett, Maneer, and Michaela Donnelly back on for the Institute. Kristen Veal in the bonus, well, Logan in the bonus, so Veal will go to the line to shoot two. Makes the first one. She's currently sitting on nine assists, the nine rebounds, six assists, four steals. And if she knocks this down, four points. She'll Sorry. take a rest and uh, in comes Cassie Smith for Kristen Veal. She probably will play less minutes this season than she did in previous. She's uh, virtually played all game, every game yeah. for Logan last season. Yep. But good to have that depth too. Mm, great to have that depth. But Cole with the ball, 54 seconds left in this quarter. Drives in, kicks it out to Mania. Her shot goes up. No, oh, Donnelly, sorry. Thanks for that one. <laughs> it. Didn't call it. Doesn't count. But we'll give it to her anyway. 67-39. <laughs> For the Institute. Ooh, Holly Smith almost lost it there, but kicks it back out to Neves. Neves goes to stutter step, drops it into Abbott around her ankles. She couldn't pick it up. Abbott just a bit frustrated there, reaching for the ball. Got a hold of Gretel Tippett. She picks up her first personal. Ball comes back. The Institute ball on in the backcourt. Cole's got it. McNeek and Roscoe defending her. Goes around top of the key to the free throw line, dumps it into Tippett, little turning pull in. Tippett did well to pull that shot, pull that rebound in and gets a a decent look in the end and drops the shot. 13 seconds left, Neves with the ball, drives into the key, just tries to go around the corner, puts up a shot, it's no good. Sheedy with the ball, five seconds left on the clock. She goes full court, almost loses it, does lose it to McMeek and Rusko. Just pushes it up the floor. Three quarter time. Logan Thunder 67 are leading the AIS 41. Now the game over at uh, Adelaide has begun with the Rangers up 13 to 10. So Ashley Robinson top scoring so far for the Dandenong Rangers with four points. 15-10, sorry, just ticked back over. Only. Uh, Three minutes 50 remaining in that first quarter, so not quite the blowout we thought could be happening. 
but maybe that Adelaide, that uh, Dandenong team would be very strong for this new look Lightning lineup. But both teams shooting at just over 30%, so not fantastic shooting. But we shall wait and see how that one pans out. Of course, it's going to end. Well, our game here will end long before that one finishes off. But a very interesting game with two new look teams tonight. Back to our game here, of course. Top scorers for Logan Amaranda with 19 points now. Diana Neves with 12. She's started to uh, cool off a little on that shooting. Still shooting 4 of 9. Still good, good clip. And uh, 10 points each for Kayla Francis and Sarah Graham. For the Institute, Olivia Thompson with 10 points. Gretel Tippett with 9. Rebecca Cole and Georgia Manier with 6 each. 33% from the field for the Institute. And 21 turnovers. Yeah, so the turnover count not as... They've had 15 at half time, so yeah. they've, they've slowed it down. They've taken care of the ball a bit better. Logan uh, are going to be pretty difficult to beat. They're shooting at 45% from the field and 38% from outside the arc, so they've turned it over only 11 times. Doing a very, very good job, all told. So we start the final quarter. We've got Tippett, Maneer, Donnelly, Cole and Sheedy. So the same group we had out at the end of that third quarter. Coming on for Logan, we've got Holly Smith, Sarah Graham, Emma, sorry, Kayla Francis, Cassie Smith and Kate McMeekin-Rusco. Sheedy with the ball inbounds to Cole. She brings it across. Down to the 45, dumps it into Sheedy again. Just looking a little confused on their offensive set. She ends up dropping on the floor and driving in, kicks it out to Tippett. Tippett with a late decision to go after the offensive rebound, but still got it over Francis. Just showing some of that athleticism. She gets another pass, drives across, probably bailed out there by Cassie Smith. Didn't really look like she was going places with that ball. No, she certainly, I mean, great flash cut. Um to get herself some space inside but just was a little bit off balance on that shot as she was trying to execute. Knocks down the first. We heard her go, ah, when she put the shot up but uh, clearly it was alright. <laughs> I don't think he thought it was going to drop. Misses the second and Francis cleans up the rebound. Kicks it off to Kathy Smith. Gets it out to Holly. Holly Smith back to Francis, back out to Cassie, back to Holly. Almost like a training drill, that yeah, one, Michelle. Yeah, a bit too easy, that one, wasn't yeah. it? it was just, you know, no one bumping cutters, no one putting any pressure on the ball. Nice oh, Cole again. job by Cole. She can accelerate. She um, threw it up an extra gear, got it to about five feet outside the three-point line and then just yeah. threw it into fifth. And <laughs> nice little crossover and away she goes. Yep, yep. And she finishes strong Very going strong. to the basket. Yep. Outside shot from Sarah Graham. Bang, nothing but net. Too much room. 72 <laughs> to 44 now. 8.53 left in this game. The first one of the new season, 2010-11 WNBL season. Mania with the ball now for the Institute. Just in a little bit of trouble. Gets out of the double team. Gets it down. Sheedy. Just a little slow to square up there. Tippett, oh, Tippett gets the offensive glass and again misses the first shot. Gets the offensive, puts up a second shot, and she's fouled. 
see who it's on. I think it's on Cassie Smith. No, Holly Smith, sorry. So her second personal. Turn the instruction there from Olaf to Kayla. Get the ball. Do you think he wants to put a little bit more effort into those rebounds? I think so. She does get that one. <laughs> the missed free throw. So Cassie Smith for Logan. To the left over to Graham. Graham, little shimmy, goes in, drives. Kicks it out to McMick and Roscoe. Kayla Francis for three. Doesn't drop. Great hustle there from Holly Smith. Just couldn't reel it in though and it went out of bounds on the baseline. So it's going to be Institute ball. Eight minutes, 12 left in this game. 72 plays 45. Becca Cole gets it through. Kicks it out to, ooh, Tippett had nowhere to go but somehow managed to dish it back out. Maneer back to Cole, top of the key, flicks it wide. Bit of room there for Sheedy. Ooh, her shot's an air ball though. And a, off the reef, and I think it hit Cassie Smith in the face but she seems alright. So it came off an arm of, I think it was uh, Maneer's arm and straight into Cassie Smith's face but it must have just been a glance. Francis now with the ball. Over to Smith, goes left to, to Cassie Smith. Oh, Francis, little fall away, fading left mm. there. Yeah, Tippett just got caught up on some screen action there and lots of open spaces. We see Cole looking to drive hard again. Kicks it back out to Tippett. Mm. Unable to convert it from the perimeter. Bit too... Sheedy uh, did a good job of contesting the board and it's come off of Logan and... AIS will have it from the baseline. She and a new shot clock. Down and Nadine Payne coming back out. You're just a bit, bit too satisfied with taking that shot there with Tippett, I don't think. But oh, nice pass there. Oh, we've got a, a steal off the, off the inbound pass. Wow, two plays in a row there. Oh, Manier made the basket and then the inbound baseline pass again was broken up by the Institute. That's the third one we've seen tonight. So Coach Lang wouldn't be happy with mm. that. McMeek and Roscoe now with the ball. Fortunately, it didn't result in another score. Outside shot from Graham is, does not drop. And Donnelly now with the ball for the Institute. Puts it through to Tippett. Tippett over to Cole. Back to Tippett in the post. Goes to work. Francis and Smith, big ask. Kicks it back out to Cole. Cole wants her to set up again for the screen. Oh, she's accidentally backed out of court. So some of them could be getting used to that extra foot we talked about where the three-point line is, Michelle. They're thinking, yep, I'm on the three-point line. I've got a couple of feet behind me. And that's yeah, two or three a, we've seen tonight. Yeah, there's been a few tonight, hasn't there? So, yeah. uh, you know, look at the three-point line. I think you've got a bit more space than you actually do. Uh, we could see a bit of adjusting going on over the next couple of weeks or months. Graham's open from the perimeter for a three. and Bang. Uh, that Knocks much space, another. she'll... Yep, she's climbing the uh, scoring chart fairly quickly now. Cole, no, Levy back on. Thompson kicks it out. Oh, a bit of a wild pass. I think we're going to have a defensive or offensive. Yeah, Holly Smith. Uh, Holly called. Smith, yep. Timeout's been called by Phil Brown. So just grinding away here in this last quarter. It's 6-7, to seven, so... Uh, Logan quite happy to just get out there and, and get some minutes for their players, just run through their sets, not get uh, too much 
carried away. Well, this game is close in Adelaide. 19 to 14 at the uh, quarter time break. Top scorers so far for Adelaide. We've got uh, Tegan Cunningham, Emma Langford, both on six points apiece. And for Dandenong, we've got scorers all over the shop. Ashley <laughs> Robinson around. with four. Sammy Woos, no, Tracy Garn with two. Downey with three. Bishop Pereira and McLeod with two each. So that will be an interesting one to watch later on in the evening. I guess in terms of um, preparation, not interrupted by um, you know commitments with players overseas and what have you, probably Adelaide has had that advantage over Danny Nong, who have had players come into the group late, travel in from overseas, etc., etc. So, yep, just Robinson and uh, Bishop probably the only ones coming in very late to that and group. And Wisdom, that's true. She only came over to Melbourne last week, apparently. So. Back to the game at hand. Levy with the baseline ball in their offensive half. Kicks a nice screen. Thompson again, that elevation, Michelle. I love it. It's great. It's, it's gets, gets over the, the, the blocking hand there with that elevation. It's fantastic. They execute their out-of-bounds, baseline out-of-bounds play quite well. Yep. Uh, yes, we've seen them score consistently off of that. It's just the half-court game that they struggle with. Kayla Francis uh, coming to terms with that three there too. You can see her. she wasn't quite sure whether she was out there, the shot missed, but she looked a little concerned with where her feet were. Thompson now drives, good screw, ooh, half screen there from Roberts. She, ooh, a bit of a, not a great effort there from Taylor. She sort of set the screen and as Thompson moved, she bailed out of it way too fast. Thompson got pegged, ended up turning it over. So Cassie Smith now with the ball for Logan. Over to McMeekin Roscoe. Drives to the top of the key, kicks it out to Francis. Francis, ooh, not a great pass into Abbott. It's broken up. The Institute with the ball now. Donnelly over to Levy. Ooh, just going baseline there. Nadine Payne. Kayla Francis, not having a great game, Michelle? No, not having a great game. And I think Nadine did a great job then of uh, getting... Uh, Francis on her back and, and mm. you know executing a reverse layout which meant that Francis had to come across her body to get her so good decision from Payne but Francis really hasn't fired up has she? Just looks maybe a little I don't, don't know if she's injured or just unfit or just she just doesn't look herself yeah, just flat. Flat. yeah exactly so Nadine Payne knocks down the first and the second not a lot at stake tonight Either, no. and I think you know as much as you know you can't afford against any group to be thinking about the next game. You know Logan have the advantage of think of being able to you know play players less minutes and get mm-hmm. their rotations happening. So they've got them fresh for Sydney on Sunday. Except that girl who just keeps knocking down threes, <laughs> Sarah Graham. Lavy goes to good job. Oh, nice. Ooh, oh unfortunately. Good recovery. Did well, yeah. Payne just found herself way too far under the basket. And uh, but gathered in the first shot. And it was good uh, penetration and vision from Levy to find Payne, and yep. then Payne good, you know, persistence to stay at it and get the second opportunity. McMeekin Roscoe, oh, and loses the dribble. Well, subs coming on. Cata Francis is going to have a breather. Emma Randall is um, coming on for for Francis. 
Four minutes 30 left in this game. 80 plays 53. Taylor Roberts with the ball for the Institute. Drives right into the key. Pulls it in. Backs in. Abbott. And turns around. A bit of a wild shot, but a drop, Michelle. It certainly did. She knows where the basket is, so that's important. McMeek and Roscoe now bring the ball up. Good pressure from Donnelly. There's certainly some quick feet and hands in this AIS team. I think as the season progresses, we're going to see some, some really solid D from these guys. Oh, great pass there. Just... I did Andrew unable to get the little reverse off the glass there. It's not free. It's going to be a, a uh, new 24 and Logan Ball under their basket. So plenty of time here. Andrew kicks it out to Randall. Randall back to Andrew. She drives in. Gets oh, a bump. No bump. call. Just, uh, solid bump from Nadine Payne there. It's one of those ones where you think up. someone must have fouled. <laughs> No call. That's all good. Tip it back on. Uh, we've also got Madeline Garrick back on for the shoot and Cole back on as well. So Coach Brown is rotating his charges through. We've got a, a, a stable of warm-up bikes behind the bench of the AIS. They're all, no one's really sitting on the bench. They're all hitting the bikes. <laughs> so I don't know, don't know if that's a new technique or if Phil's not happy with the fitness level or <laughs> must probably keep them just warm to keep or them warm reduce injuries who knows yeah. we're just commentators Cole steps up makes the first of those free throws and the second so good free throw shooting all night really from this institute team 80 plays 57, 3 minutes 40 left in the game. Neves is back on for Logan. Sarah Graham with the ball, kicks it over to Abbott. Abbott back to Neves. Neves puts up the shot. Oh, in and out. Jump ball, contest there, Taylor Roberts and Abbott. Who's got the arrow? Logan has the arrow. arrow. So it'll be a baseline ball, 24 seconds. On the shot clock, plenty of time for Logan too. Execute a play. Offensive foul, I think. No. Yeah. Yep. It's on... Uh, no, Garrick's been called for a hold. Madeline Garrick, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yep, defensive foul. Her fourth. Into Neve. She's now got the ball. Got Cole wearing it. Oh, the outside shot from Graham. Doesn't drop this time. Oh, Wow. Tippett missed the rebound. It sort of came through her hands, landed on a foot and went out of bounds. So another baseline ball. Another 24. Graham with the ball. Goes right just under the free throw line. Little scoop around Tippett. Nice little move from Sarah Graham. She gets the basket. 82 plays 57. Three minutes to go in this last quarter. And, uh, you know, AIS have had it around this margin and they're stuck there so that's, that's a positive sign as we see Chipper putting the ball on the floor and going hard finds uh, oh, Roberts wow. open underneath and unfortunately sorry Sheedy it was unfortunately she wasn't able to convert it no it was Roberts she picks up her second personal just don't think she was expecting that ball I think she expected Gretel to shoot it and all of a sudden it was on her chest and she's like ah Neves with the ball Gets it to Randall. Randall flicks it over to Abbott. Through to Neves. Drops it down to Randall. Randall turns around. Wild shot. Gretel got a hand on that one, I think. And uh, 
has a Pete Thompson jump for that rebound. She has got springs, that girl. Could be the first Australian to dunk. Could be. Not that we really care about those sort of things. Outside shot from Emma Randall is a bit of a wild one. Abbott did a very good job trying to pull it in, but carried it over the line. So two minutes 34 left in this game. 82 plays, 57. Cole with the ball for the Institute. Brings it across. Drives well, dumps it into Taylor Roberts. Oh, yeah, just Travel. a bit of a shuffle. A bit of a shuffle, unfortunately. Yeah, it got a little bit of a bump. Nothing too big in it, but it was enough to just dislodge that pivot foot, unfortunately. Neves now with the ball. Cole doing some good work on her defensively, but she gets it over. Sarah Graham now drives baseline. Got to be thinking she's fishing, but no, she was going to try to go up there. Shortest out there by a long shot, but uh, clearly not shy. Cole again with the ball for the Institute. Two minutes left. Two minute warning. Goes around the screen from Tippett. Stop in a bit of trouble, but got the pass off to Taylor Roberts. Roberts just, yeah. Robert just, yeah, just getting the advice there from Coach Brown. He said, Taylor, you're forcing it, mate. <laughs> She's looking a little tired and a little frustrated, but hey, that's what the Institute's all about. Come here to learn, and uh, it's certainly a very exciting looking group for this season. Neves now with the ball. Full Logan, just whirling it around, kicks it out to Randall Top. Down to Abbott in the low post. She gets it this time. Oh, oh not able to make it. Drop. Abbott's been unlucky. She's had some. Good looks. Great save there from Sarah Graham. Kicks it out to Randall. Over to a dead Andrew who had Olivia Thompson on the back foot big time. Yeah, just... Uh, just wasn't expecting that uh, big front foot. That was a, a, a very nice first step from Andrew and Thompson really didn't have much choice <laughs> but to foul that. Neves now goes left. Oh, gives herself plenty of room. Out to Graham. Ooh, three doesn't drop this time. Thompson again with the springs. Taps it free, but it ends up being a Logan ball. Back to Neves, and she drops the three. 85 plays, 57. A minute 19 left in this game. Rebecca Cole just running out, getting the girls organised. Gets into the key, kicks it to Tippett. Tippett just a mid-range, not mid-range, just long-range outside shot. And she knocks that one down. So a bit of shooting touch toward the end of the game. Good news for Gretel Tippett. Abbott now with the ball at the top of the key. Over to Neves. Coach Neves. Olaf has been able to arrest a lot of his players, Simon. Well, Kristen Veal hasn't been out this quarter. That's right. Um, Francis has sat for probably six minutes of this quarter as yeah, well. So. Randall's back on now, but she had a lot yep. of minutes sitting on she the bench. So they'll be well rested for them. went one for one with Randall. Set out the first five yeah. with uh, Francis. So. Cole now, 40 seconds to go. Sheedy with the ball for the Institute. Just waiting for the play to come through. Manier puts up the outside shot, drops it down. So good opportunities here for the Institute so girls to run some plays. It's no practice like a game. So Knees with the ball through to Graham. Graham drives right. Likes to go in deep under the baseline. Graham and Dish or, or try that little reverse. A dead Andrew now gets the ball. Ooh, no good. Thompson out in transition. Through the transition from the AIS. Yeah, through to Manier, through to Tippett. Good to see them out running the lanes and uh, oh, unfortunately... but no defensive transition. That's right. They got too busy clapping and applauding yeah, their They were pretty own, happy with their effort in the, in the forward transition, but uh, forgot about the 
There was still six seconds left in the game. Cole comes in and makes a layup, but well after the basket. And we have full time. The Logan Thunders, 87, have defeated the AIS 64 in game one of the 2010-11 WNBL season. So a very good result for a fairly newish Logan team. They've, they've did, done some good recruiting, both in the coaches and the and some big players for this um, for this new season. Just going through the, the box score quickly, having a look at the scorers for uh, the AIS. Gretel Tippett finished up top scoring there with 15 points. Olivia Thompson, 12 points. Uh, Georgia Manier with 11. And Rebecca Cole with 10. Finished up the game with 28 turnovers, which is uh, always going to be a tough outing if you give up the ball that much so a difficult night for them for Logan well plenty of scorers plenty of uh, weapons there in that lineup tonight Sarah Graham and Emma Randall both finished up with 21 uh, Graham off 4 of 9 3 point shooting which we know she's a, a bit of a gun at 15 points for Diana Neves 12 for Kayla Francis Kristen Veal as we said only played 25 minutes came away with 9 rebounds 6 assists and 4 steals in that time so pretty good output from all of the guns there for Logan and um, you know, not at all a bad loss for the Institute oh, That's right, I think that um, you know throughout the game we, sh- we saw signs of what they will be capable of doing, what they need to do is just more consistently be able to apply it and I think that you know Logan certainly hurt them in their transition game um, and at times their defensive pressure just really pushed the AIS out of what they wanted to do. So, you know, game number one, the AIS will improve. Um, you know, they had a few players who didn't play tonight, some that we haven't seen um, before, and, uh, you know, I think there's some good signs. I thought Thompson was quite good. Yep. Um, Tibbet again was good. I liked the look of um, Cole. I thought that she was a solid contributor for him. Definitely. And uh, Lady was good. Yeah, tiny, Garrick. but she's, she gets in there after it. Yeah, and, and Garrick, you know, got in there and gave some hustles. And we know yep. that Roberts and Payne, of course, will produce for the AIS. Yeah, so. Garrick looks a little raw, if anything. She's certainly, as you said, lots of hustle and stuff, but we saw her get into a bit of foul trouble. Mm. Some are sometimes a little over-eager on some of those <laughs> right. defensive efforts. But, uh, yeah, she's got a lot of hustle, which is, again, it's one of those things that's hard to coach. It's, you've got it or you don't. And if you can find someone who's got it, then you snap them up. But yes, the uh, final result again, 87 to Logan, 64 to the AIS, of course. A few other games on over the weekend, but we'll be back next week with uh, sportradio.com.au picking up the the first game of the Capitals home season. TV game, of course, tomorrow with the uh, the ABC is on at 1pm, Bulleen playing Canberra. That's down in Bulling. That will be another big game, a replay of last year's grand final. Well, on behalf of Michelle Hawkins and Simon Peters, thanking you for joining us here again. We look forward to hanging out for the rest of this season and seeing how it all unfolds. Until next week, take care.